0: Welcome to Helsinki. It's a beautiful city with cold and dark winters, <laughs> with hot summers, beautiful springs, uh, lovely autumns. Finnish is one, I would say, it's one of the hardest languages, so no pressure on learning oh any God. Finnish. Yeah, you can just start by saying hey, which is hi, and hey, hey, which is bye bye. Welcome
1: back to Private
2: Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. and I'm Sophie Alexandra, and we're dropping our Helsinki
1: Number episode. Do study. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. We are so excited, you guys! I loved the Tony episode last week. Did you not love that episode?
2: I mean, I think it's weird to talk about how much we like our own podcast. I'm, like, yeah, I think I'm a big fan. I'd give it five out of five stars. I love the hosts, especially one of them, the Russian one. I think she really brings it.
1: <laughs> I might head on over to iTunes and just sh- show us some love. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's not about us. It's about Tony. I thought Tony offered some really great. Advice and like framing for
2: how to approach relationships, right? Yes, and communication.
1: And I think he did it in a way that was so distinctly Finnish.
2: Yeah, he's one Finnish motherfucker. He
1: is a Finnish motherfucker, Tony Dunderfeld. <laughs> so today we're going to get deeper into what the dating and relationship culture is like in Finland and in Helsinki in specific. And we're so excited to introduce you to some other voices.
2: Um, yeah, I think you guys are going to get to know the cool people that we got to know and uh, kind of get immersed in Finnish culture. We, before we went on this trip, we did a lot of research and we found out an amazing thing that we really loved. Courtney, you want to tell them what it is? Finnish people hate small talk. I know. How great
1: is that? We were like, we're going to love these people. Yeah, Because we
2: also hate small talk, which you would not think because we're both podcasters and, you know, comedians and stuff.
1: Yeah. But uh, it's not that we hate talking. It's that we hate frivolous, forced bullshit conversation, right?
2: Yes. Yes. We want to know about your sex life. No, we don't want to know about the weather. No, right. Talk about that to someone else. What else do people small talk about?
1: Um, Sports?
2: Yes. Yeah, things like, you know, what was on TV last night, I guess.
1: I like to talk about all the things that you're not supposed to talk about, like politics
2: religion sex
1: religion
2: you're like can i start a conflict <laughs> always looking for opportunities really yeah courtney has upwards of one friend so you guys <laughs> i'm talking to her right now yeah i know how great is that <laughs> thank god for this podcast huh courtney <laughs> oh my god this has turned into a self roast and then now we're roasting each other i don't know i'm ready i'm
1: here for it I'm totally here for it, but I am also here for the Finns hating the small talk because yeah, we feel, I feel super kindred to that. And, uh, it was fun to, to know that going in and then see it play out. Cause it's real. It's a real phenomenon,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. It was incredible watching people completely avoid small talk. And I felt like as a Russian person, um, that is also super Russian. And I felt a little bit like at home and nostalgic. I'm like, ah, yes. It's like America is cheers, you know, where everybody knows your name. And like (laughs) Finland and Russia is like, ah, where people don't want to know your name. No. It's great. They don't want to really
1: look you in the eye. They get very uncomfortable if you ask them for directions. If you are allowed... American girl. They look
2: very alarmed like every time Courtney approached them. <laughs> they looked like she was going to mug them. It was amazing. And everywhere you go is so quiet.
1: Yeah. on We have this great piece of video. I can't wait to share the video with you guys. But uh, we have this great clip of I'm like talking to I know and we're on the train heading to her place to do the interview and we're talking about how much the Finns hate small talk as they're totally silent (laughs) in the train around us. And it's like, that would never in America, you would never be able to catch the audio from that conversation, but it's like crystal clear.
2: Yeah. That's It's super funny. The only time it was disproved is when we were saying that on a silent finished bus. A lady pipes up and she's like, it's not true. We do like to small talk. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing in it the world. It was
1: adorable. And then we, yeah, we had a little combo with a few of the people on the bus.
2: Can Which I say, we kind of muscled them. We always muscled people into talking to yeah. us. They were like fine after a little while. But at first they were like, what is happening?
1: It's like me when I'm like dancing in public if you got me to do it i don't like it do you know what i
2: mean i know we've been friends for so long and i love to dance and you hate it so much and we've never been able to occasionally i'll like when you're drunk enough
1: i i don't like to say that i hate dancing so i'll be like no i like it that's what i felt like they they were like with small talk they're like no
2: see we're moving our lips we're doing it it's good (laughs) we're not uncomfortable we have rhythm." (laughs) But well, it was hard to, like, get them to make small talk with, with us, didn't you feel like it was pretty easy to get them to be deep with us once we really started?
1: Oh, my God. They love to have genuine conversations, I feel like.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. It feels really valuable. Every conversation felt like a connection because there's no, like, bullshit conversation.
1: What's funny is it's hard to get the Finns to actually make small talk, but it's super easy to get them to talk about how much they hate. Small
2: talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the most fun listening to them talk about how much they hate it. Just take a listen.
3: There is a joke about Finnish small talk.
2: Uh huh.
3: You know what it is? It's the silence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is no
4: small talk. There is no small talk. And that's why I told him that go and have fun in Spain and use your Spanish language and be Latino because here, because when he arrived from San Francisco to Turku the first thing he's in the, in the stores, in the, he was talking with the cashiers like, how are you? And they were like, what the hell is... Th- <laughs> so that, that's why he feels that he needs to calm down his personality.
0: Uh-huh. And
4: that's why I also told that now can, you can be like more Latino again. Go
1: small talk yeah. in Spain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is this small talk thing we read before we came, it was one of the first things we read about uh, yeah. Finland, is the no small talk. Yeah. And you're saying your husband's small this talk was so freaking bad. people out.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> is that is this a true it, it's thing? kind of
4: true yeah because we 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 are not like taking very easily contact with other because we mm-hmm. don't have and that's probably we we don't have this f- like um, small talk culture because small talking is the way of contact connecting with people making the first move and since we don't have the small talk it's very difficult for us to make the m- first move mm I think that's because yeah. Like, if you can't
2: say anything inconsequential, yeah. Then how we do you, al- with a think, stranger, just?
4: We always think that if you say some, because in in USA you say how are you, and it's enough to say I'm fine. But here, if somebody asks you how are you, you think okay, I need to start like th- really thinking how I am, and then you start like talking and talking and talking, and that's not the thing. You don't need to take, talk everything. It's enough to say like I'm fine.
1: We've talked about this with a lot of people, but you made a joke when we came in about small talk. Mm. Do you find that that's true or finish just like silence or go deep? Or what's your experience?
5: Um. Yeah, I'm always the person who goes way too deep, way too quick. So <laughs> it's like it's very hard for me to value it. I just see from people's faces that they You're are like, like oh, no, no, I actually just wanted to say hi. <laughs> but we do have this culture of like, um, well, I don't know. Small talk. Interesting. We don't really... I don't think a lot of people do it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but what we gathered. It's yeah. very quiet everywhere. Like when
1: you moved to... You lived in London. You lived in New York. When you lived in those places, did, could you feel that difference?
5: Oh, yeah. And i uh, It's very weird, but I found it also very exhausting <laughs> uh, sometimes. Cause I'm with it's, you. Yeah. Because it's like I'm sitting in the train. You don't need to try to talk to me or oh, I had the weirdest relationship with our doorman. <laughs> and and I, I just remember that I was always, when I went home, I was like, is this guy trying to ask me out? Because uh. it was like so on the like edge of like...
2: Flirting. Yes,
5: flirting and like small talk. And it was like just something weird. But yes, I think that people do it. I think here, if somebody asks you, how are you? They want to actually hear Mm -hmm. how you are they don't want like yes it's cool bye that's what i've been saying to people
2: who don't understand that i'm like russian i'm russian that's where i was born uh and i raised till i was 11 and it's the same thing i'm like you don't ask a russian person how are you if you don't know them you yes. only ask that if you're like seriously ready for them to be like, My grandma's in the hospital. Yeah. If you're not ready for that answer, you just don't ask. So people yeah. are just mostly quiet unless you're like, Oh, me and you are friends. Let's
5: get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the new generation is more uh, like, uh, or y- younger generations are more like, Hey, how's it going? What's up? But I think that if you try to talk to my grandma, <laughs> she will be like, it has been a shit week.
2: <laughs> Is there anything that you uh, would want um, people to know about Helsinki or about gay people in Helsinki or anything that people wouldn't normally know? Or Finland?
4: Or Finland in general? Yeah, anything. Yeah. 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 Just try. Just try to take contact with us because we. It's your. You know. It's your responsibility because we are so bad in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're like, you initiate contact. We'll respond, but we're not going to make the first move. (laughs)
1: Don't you love how Hanu just, like, throws his hands up at the end? Like, I'm out.
2: Yeah, just pretty much gives up on the art of conversation. He's like, no, you start. I'm waving my little Finnish flag and surrender. The
1: thing about Hanu, though, he's, like, the sweetest guy. And he's really just longing for connection like he met us out for a drink on our last night he's so so nice
2: yeah and he loves to have deep conversations so it was a little bit hard to understand at first but then once you get into the quirks of the Finnish people it starts to all to come together right
1: yeah 100% it's it's so deeply ingrained in the their culture, that it informs the way everything functions.
2: Yeah, it's something that we refer to throughout the interviews as the classic finish mentality. And to understand really how that comes out in everything they do, just you got to listen to them talk about it.
0: If you think about Finland in general, we are the country of a thousand lakes and so on. So the general dream is to live next to a lake, maybe in a wooden cottage and so on. But in in Helsinki, the dream is a little bit different because we have 130 kilometers of seashore and we have those 300 islands. So the dream is to live next to the sea or on an island, actually. And like I was saying, we like the challenge. So the more remote the island is... The better. And more isolated it is, the better. Uh, maybe I want to be isolated, but I want to be isolated with somebody that has their own opinions and not just kind of copycatting mine. But isolation with, with somebody, but uh, having said that, something very important for Finns is to have that own time. So even in a relationship, it's very important to both have like a passion and and something. You can have something in common, but it's very like your own space is very important uh, and having like an own passion. So the best kind of situation is when you have your individual passion, but then you also have a common passion.
3: People are very efficient because the way of thinking is the functionality.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So,
3: you know, like, and it's like, you're wasting your time on something that's not useful. So you just go straight to the point. Yeah, I think there is the deep down rooted culture of that you don't do things by talking, you do things by doing the things uh. and showing what you've actually done and achieved that you do it. So I mean, like really in this country, the, the saying that less talk, more actions is true. In the Finnish mentality, there is this functionality thinking it's everywhere you know like you think about design from the functional perspective will this enable us to work better in everyday life and that's also the functionality in a way in the roles of genders and and that like who does the work the best we'll just take the person Mm -hmm. the person it's not like okay that's for the guys and this is for the girls i mean like People here are saying like, okay, there is so much things that can be done better. And of course, you always have to, you know, like see what can be done better. Classic but this is But this is <laughs> sure. like, this is really a structure that enables women
0: to work and be in the work life uh Helsinki is a city for individuals so here even comes to when it has to do with what we eat and what we how we dress and everything everybody has their own style so you can't really uh we differ from from the other Nordics I would say also in that sense that not everybody dresses the same way or eats the same and so on so I think also when it comes to relationships you should be able to have an individual relationship not that Everybody is like the same or or the same kind of rules apply for everybody.
3: I've always said that we are more storytellers than we've never ever been interested in fashion, the trends or anything like that you know my sister has said that fashion is for morons and you know like <laughs> style is for everyone you can be stylish you know and and by that she means and we mean that you know it's like okay you have to find your own style and you have to be brave about totally. your own style but if you're one of these fashionistas who just go around and change their style every time the trend changes nowadays it's like once a week you mm-hmm. lose your identity you, you lose your own style also, this, this comes to the talk of being open-minded in a way. I mean, like, this is a nation where almost uh, 85% of people belong to the church. 85% of Finnish people belong to the Lutheran church. I mean, like, where do you have the number? Which is truthful number. It's not, you know, set up by a dictator saying that you all belong. This is like out of free will. So 85% of Finnish people belong to the Lutheran church. There is no religious... You know, like behavior at all. People don't go to church. People's everyday life, or or sexuality, or or perception of, of relationships. It's not limited by religion. Our former president was Tarja Halonen, so a woman mm-hmm. who the first, right? The first woman president who used to be before she got elected as a president. She was the chairwoman chairman of seta which is the organization for sexual equali- equality oh cool that's like, awesome like so a nation it. which is if you look at the number and the statistics it's very religious you know everybody belongs to the church almost you know uh, votes a female president whose open position is the chairwoman of
2: uh,
3: organization for sexual equality
2: How crazy is that? That's like if we elected not just like Hillary Clinton, but if Hillary Clinton was also the president of GLAAD or the human rights campaign or something like that.
1: It's totally crazy. You really, I think you have to marvel at a country that has such a strong religious majority and yet is still so open-minded, right? There's like a really great respect for secular life in this country. It's almost like they believe that that believing in God doesn't have to infringe on other people's rights.
2: Yeah, what a crazy idea!
1: Classic, classic Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, you got a little taste of the classic Finnish mentality. You understand a little bit about what makes these people tick. So, what does that mean about romance in Helsinki?
2: Would you say Helsinki is a romantic place to live?
3: <laughs> well, you have to define romance and romantic, you know, like the perception and idea of romance in Finland might be a bit different than somewhere else. <laughs> what does know? it mean here? Well, here a romantic thing is not like, I mean, like somewhere you take a person to have a candlelight dinner. Here you have a date and
2: you go wood chopping. <laughs> <laughs> and what if you can't wood chop? Are you not you desirable? Learn. You, you learn. learn. Yeah. You like, if you want a man, you learn to wood shop.
1: <laughs> that was Pierho. Gotta love her. Finland is such a trip because in American culture, practicality and romance do not go together, right?
2: Yeah, that's why they make you take helicopter rides on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, it's real love. See? It's expensive for no reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... I mean, I think our culture looks at practicality and romance as diametrically opposed.
2: Yeah, that's why it was awesome that we met Emma and she was kind enough to give us uh, a tour of her Tinder profile and her matches and stuff and let us browse around and surprise, surprise, you guys, it's pretty much the same as in America except for <laughs> people speak Swedish, Finnish, and Russian so you have to specify what language you want to make the love in.
1: And you also have to mention if you don't like metal, you, you definitely have to specify because otherwise they just assume that you do.
2: Yeah, and then here you go. You been on one date, and you're sitting in a metal concert, trying to support the drummer. Damn it. Been there. Done <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> so check out Emma. Can you show us the... Par- we won't talk about this person, but can you, can show, you show us, us the, the profile? profile? The
6: profile, yeah. We're, we're still actually... Like, usually if you start, this, start to date someone, he kind of uh, deletes you from the list. But... Um,
1: Wait, what? Oh, just because you, you don't want to see what each other have going on or yeah, whatever. It, that is a weird phenomenon. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Yeah. Yeah.
6: It's, and they're really happy. to yeah, yeah. do that also that you kind of...
1: Uh, it is weird to know because there's this period of time where we were seeing other people, um, maybe like mm, six weeks or something, and then we locked it down. But it is weird... Not not even with him, really, but with other people that I dated on there, like the psychological aspect of like wondering where they're at with it and like seeing activity on. Yeah, Yeah, it's just weird.
6: That's actually something you can't. I think there was this that you can see when he's been there.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, it's like, Activity, what the hell are that, you doing that,
6: that isn't here anymore. Uh, oh, good. Oh. Which is actually Thank good. Thank God. I also took it out from my WhatsApp because it's like freaking me out.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, what the hell were you doing on Tinder? We just went on a date. It really requires the most discipline. <laughs> this is him? Oh, yeah. he's so cute. He looks... I'm not going to say anything because I don't <laughs> want him to get it. A... He's adorable.
6: I told him that I'm doing this. <laughs> oh,
2: nice. He looks
6: like... He looks, he looks like artsy. He's
2: really uh, cute, and um, he does look uh, artistic, for sure. Is yeah. that right?
6: Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, well, I don't know him that yet. well yet, yeah.
2: but. Cool. He also, for sure, looks Finnish. Like, you guys are going to have beautiful Aryan babies together. Mm-hmm. Everyone's blonde. <laughs> We're not getting too eyed. far
1: ahead of ourselves. No, <laughs> or you guys no, won't
2: work out. No one knows. Yeah, no, no, no pressure. Knows. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you talked to this guy for a while and you, what's like an early taking it off the app kind of situation where you go on like a first date? What, what would be a great date or what first date did you have? <laughs> um,
6: we, we went to the bus ride. Tell- we, we, we took a, that kind of like very long road. From Helsinki to Juanta, which is like the nearest uh, city, here. how far away? Well, we po- we kind of think that it's part of Helsinki, but it oh. was two hours bus ride, and we took like oh. food, a bit bit snack like with us, and then we went there. It was a bit risky because
2: two hours kind of a of, long time, yeah,
6: and you can't really get out of the bus in the middle of the forest, so. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like, I gotta go, waiting for the bus back for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually but was, such a sweet, romantic date. It's a really cute date. date. Yeah. Was it,
6: it was his like, idea?
2: No, it was actually mine because I, yeah. We hear most of the planning and most of the work and the dating and the relationships is on women here and not on men, that men don't plan dates much.
6: Not, is that true? Not
2: usually, but I think after that, he has planned every.
6: Dates. we've been. Oh, uh, that's good. Down. So he's different. Yeah, he is definitely different.
2: <laughs> this is so cute. I love oh, it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I want to know what the if you're not trying to meet somebody on Tinder. Yeah. Where do you go to meet people? Bars. Do you guys do karaoke? I heard. What's a
1: place or that you would go to hang out? Unrealistic to meet people in person because people are because, reserved. Yeah.
6: Well, I. I think I I saw that you had linked the no small talk. uh, Yeah, yeah, and that's true. Like, (laughs) you just don't create relationships in bars or anywhere. Like, if you can, you can meet people in hobby or somewhere like in a workplace, somewhere where they are forced
2: to talk to each others, not in bar. Uh, So people, yeah, because the bars are so quiet here. We're always so loud in the bar because no one else is loud. (laughs) They're all just like, like this. No, and I
1: also think the universal aspect of it is, you know, when there are these apps that facilitate hooking up, you're less likely to approach other people because you don't know if they're single. It's just more risky. And like, you used to have to do it. It was that was a necessity. And now I think people are like, "Mm, I'll just see what's available on Tinder. Oh, so good. Not wanting. Well, it's actually a universal problem, right? Not wanting to approach people because you don't want to risk small talk. But it's also classic finish. Totally classic finish. Emma's date, though, right? That was
2: pretty unusual, right? I've never heard of anyone just being on a bus with someone for hours. That's crazy.
1: I am especially impressed that that was like a finish early
2: date. Right? Yeah, that's very bold move.
1: Yeah, 100%. So we wanted to know what were some other popular dates um, people like to enjoy in Helsinki. And we wanted to get a little pulse on dating culture in the city.
2: Is picking up a woman on a date in a car like a thing? I've never.
0: <laughs> I've never no. experienced okay. this. Oh, really? Yeah. But, that's like very American then, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it's yeah no I I wouldn't say what like um, describe
1: an early date that you and your husband went on
0: yeah well I would say it, even even uh, anyway that one of the like of course this is kind quite, quite universal but movie theaters. Are Especially now when everybody is watching Netflix and Viaplay and HBO Nordic and all these services, the movie theaters are actually going through like a new uh, boom here in Helsinki. So Helsinki used to have a lot of like those small, local, cozy movie theaters, but then... Uh, somewhere in the '90s, uh, these huge complexes of cinema complexes were built, and uh, I remember going, uh, like a, a 16-year-old, 100 times in one year to the to the <laughs> movies. That was like a big thing. Amazing. Yeah, I was very proud, of, <laughs> very proud of that because I love, 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 love movies. But then something happened, like. Probably this shift to to be using like these these kind of like you can watch a movie anywhere services, and then you you call them on demand mm-hmm. services mm-hmm. like yeah. Streaming, uh, yeah yeah streaming uh, services, and then now it seems like we're going back to do these cozy small movie theaters. Uh, not because, of course we could see the movie anywhere, uh, but it's more about like the atmosphere the experience. Yeah, exactly. And we kind of refurnished many of our cinemas. So the one that I uh, put in, actually, the kid was also like, one of those uh, where you have like two, like you can sit like two in one seat, kind of. It's and you can have drinks and you can have like before it was like you know our uh, laws on alcohol used to be well they're still quite crazy, but but also there is a museum boom going on. So yeah, last year we had a, a record year of locals going to museums. Oh, and what has happened? Cool. Uh, well, of course we've had some interesting new uh, museums coming up. But it's also because nowadays we have like, uh, Most locals have this card that they buy once a year and then they can go as many times to museums as they want, even every day. Yes, movie theaters, yes, cafes, yes, museums. But going on walks is also, I I think it's quite nice because that's actually a very strong thing in in actually Russian culture, uh, going on walks, like evening walks. But it's only recently that it's become like a thing here. And now I've actually, because I actually met my husband before even people were using Tinder so I've never actually used Tinder myself I've only seen like my friends show me how they've been using it and so (laughs) yeah so it's I feel like a little bit like an outsider sometime I was even thinking should I just make a profile so I can yeah (laughs) exactly uh but uh yeah uh so I I think I'm like a dinosaur when it comes to (laughs) relationships because I haven't used Tinder
1: What's like a hot spot that you would hit up either with your your ladies or maybe on a date? Mm, well, with my friends, maybe
7: we would go to like. It's so difficult here. Like we would may, might maybe go to like karaoke or somewhere, somewhere. You guys do karaoke here? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's really big. I uh, thought small because Finns are so reserved. Yeah,
7: but once. Like, People drink here, they're uh, not reserved at all. They let loose. Exactly. I like all sorts of activities. I went kind of on a date, like a non-date date, recently to a, a trampoline park. That was Whoa. amazing. There's oh a my trampoline God. park? <laughs> yeah, indoors. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. How many trampolines are in there? Many. And all sorts of kind of foam pits and like... Uh, you can jump from really high up onto a, um, it's like, like Lego a in for adults, thingy. huh? Yeah, it's amazing. That's so I love things Super like that. Fun date. Yeah, yeah, th- things like that, like going to going to do something exciting together. Yeah, some sort of you know like that. You're not just like sitting on your ass somewhere, like, <laughs> just chatting. Like something that kind of breaks the ice and you start to laugh straight away.
2: And is yeah. it true that Finnish men don't put as much effort into being creative with dates, too? That it's rare that they're going to make the I feel like, like we're really the slamming effort. the Finnish men. No, we're going yeah, to talk to Finnish the men. They're going <laughs> to defend themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
7: Do something. Uh, yeah, it's a very rare that you would hear that somebody's been on an in- innovative date mm. um, that the woman has, uh, hasn't organized. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean it's not just finishment. anytime like uh, yeah. yeah I mean I organize a lot of stuff for me and my husband and he's awesome but yeah I'm like hey I got us concert tickets hey we're going to book talk
7: yeah but that's okay as well if the other ones accepting and like wants to Into come it. along yeah exactly and who are like oh yeah let's do it such a great idea so that's fine if the other one yeah, doesn't have to the idea down with
1: the activity yeah, yeah exactly. i agree
2: So we knew about the small talk phenomenon before we came to Finland, Mm -hmm. but we also read about something else that we found really fascinating, which was the phenomenon of Finnish women importing men from other countries for dating and relationships.
1: It was surprising, but doesn't it also kind of make sense, right? It's a super feminist place. The government gives a shit about its citizens.
2: Yeah, especially its female citizens, which is wild for us. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, we didn't want to leave, and we were only there for a week. So we can only imagine someone that's grown up there their whole lives.
2: Yeah, so we just wanted to explore this phenomenon. Like, was it real?
1: Well, to be honest, I
7: have not been dating many Finnish men, and there's a reason for that.
2: so, okay. (laughs) This is one of the things we would love to talk about. Tell us why. Um...
7: Uh, I think there's a huge gap between the Finnish women and Finnish men. Um, Tell us more. (laughs) Women are very, very kind of social, outgoing, fun, good looking. Like so many foreign guys say that this is a paradise. Like seriously, women women look amazing and they are so like, they know what they want. They go for it. And like my foreign guy friends they they've been telling me so many stories about women who come and like offer them drinks at bars and they're like oh my god it's amazing there like that would never happen anywhere else so because the women are so active here the the finnish guys have got into the habit of being very passive
2: mm. we've literally read about this it's so interesting to hear yeah. reaffirmed in real life experience yeah <laughs> so would you say that they're just a little bit confused about who to be because the women are so maybe. independent and they're just like i don't know do you want to ask me out <laughs> yeah. maybe
7: or they just got they just got it so good they can just they go so lazy they can just like sit back and wait for this amazing women to come along (laughs) if they are kind of okay still and even the guys who are not that great they still do get attention if there's something about them are you in a relationship right now i'm not at the moment hello Um, if anybody wants to (laughs) hello some foreigners maybe (laughs) so you like to date foreign men yeah, I do. I I travel a lot. <laughs> so it's a good good opportunity also to meet meet people
2: while uh, travelling. What are your favorite kinds of countries to meet men and why?
7: My <clears throat> favorite kinds of countries.
2: Well Or favorite countries period um, to meet men.
7: Well, I, I work in fashion so it's very female orientated and like the the guys are very often gay or if they're not gay they're like so full of themselves (laughs) though when I travel for work I don't really meet people like that um but then like on holidays for example it's amazing um I do have a bad habit of 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 Latin men Ooh, (laughs) okay I don't know if it's bad but it's sexy
1: (laughs) Latin men can often make a first move is that
7: what you like exactly exactly it's like so easygoing there's like confidence exactly there's the confidence I don't need to be doing all the work
2: (laughs) you're like I can be lazy for a minute just
7: take a rest exactly and also the dynamic is so good like the conversation like Mm -hmm. like like so much fun like just like joking around and yeah dancing or all kinds of fun things that we don't really get here unfortunately
1: so if you met an amazing guy on holiday would you (laughs) we we've learned about this phenomenon where women basically import men would you do is that i've done that yeah yeah. i've done
2: that (laughs) please tell us more
7: (laughs) i hope you're not listening yeah i've yeah, I've, I've done that, but I think yeah, I would not do that again.
2: You wouldn't? <laughs> you wouldn't import May, a gentleman again? No, I would like to be imported. <laughs> <laughs> we, okay, so you yeah. would leave Helsinki? To oh, live... totally. Oh, so okay, that's very rare. We've not met anybody really? who is Hel- Hel- Helsinki and that thinks what? it's better anywhere else. Are you serious? I've heard this
7: phenomenon before, but like, all oh, my friends, they are like that. That they they would like to go. And live somewhere else if they would have the career opportunity. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So why do you want to leave? Because it's small. It's really small. Um, in fashion, there's not much going on. Mm. It's very, very limited. That you, I cannot get inspiration for here from mm. here. That's, That's why I travel. need to be traveling constantly to be looking out for new trends, new, like inspiration, different cultures, different kinds of dynamics of people, Um, yeah. That totally makes sense. It's very homogenic
2: here. I think, yeah, sometimes you can go stir-crazy in a place that's small Yeah, and you you feel like you need to get off the island, even if it's really great. Totally. Some of my friends that grew up in Hawaii feel like that, they're like, it's paradise, but you know, it's a small place.
7: Yeah. Yeah, everything works here, everything's really comfortable. But also the dating scene is so difficult. Like seriously, like if there's somebody potential, it's kinda like, okay, she's been with him. Oh, she's been with him as well. And that that girl as well. So it's
2: so small. Everybody knows each other. There's like five good guys and they just keep getting traded back and forth. (laughs)
1: In all our interviews and travels in the city, Mina was the only woman who we met who actually wanted
2: to leave Helsinki. So if anyone wants to sweep this adorable (laughs) shoe entrepreneur off her feet, oh my god, I'm sorry I made up. she's available definitely um, also her shoes are really interesting so
1: dope they have like lollipop heels and some of them are rabbit Bunny ears. ears rabbit
2: tails yeah rabbit tails they're really unique and imaginative and kind of like Willy Wonka kind of shoe Meets place like Tokyo I don't know they, there's something almost Japanese about them right definitely and she loves Asian fashion so it's a that big makes influence sense. Yeah. on her and um yeah basically Mina is available we're working really hard on her behalf as her matchmakers <laughs> move her into your country yeah um, and
1: we also talked to our friend Crystal Snow uh, who echoed the other fins about foreign guys but also added another interesting cultural observation
8: I love American guys oh really I love Good. them I miss them the okay. dating culture, like I was spoiled. If you think, like, we don't have that here. We don't here when you say let's go on a date. Date translates into like literally translates into we're going out steady. So you oh. can't really use the word date because people get it confused. They don't understand dating is different than dating. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. You know?
1: What's the word?
8: Well, you ask them, "Do you want to go on a date?" And they're like, "Oh no, it's too fast." Let's go for coffee. We have to use the word coffee.
2: Oh. And it's like, okay. You're like, well, okay, that is a, a kind of date. <laughs> yeah,
8: but you ask for somebody to go on a dinner with you and they think you're married. Mm.
1: They Whoa. like,
8: Especially gay guys, they're petrified of the idea of sitting down, having a meal for two hours and talking. People here get freaked out about that. So I was spoiled. That's how I learned uh, in New York. I learned how to date, you know, how to get to know a person, Mm. sitting down, having like my whole romantic history started there. All my romantic notions are, you know, the dating culture of America.
2: Yeah. And that's probably why you're so unhappy here right now.
8: It's like I'm not I'm happy. But dating wise, I'm not happy because I can't can't get that feeling anymore. Are they more
1: comfortable? Uh, going out and like binge drinking and hooking up. Yes. Is that the thing?
8: You, uh, you, you grind it up, <laughs> you, you do the grinder, or then you, uh, you go to a bar, you get pissed drunk and you wake up underneath someone and then you probably are in a relationship with them. Oh, Yeah. So not a
2: lot in between.
8: Yeah, there's nothing in between. Or then uh, there's the other ones like you just don't commit at all. You just fuck and then you're done. You fuck once, maybe twice, three times the charm.
1: It was interesting to hear Crystal talk about hookup culture because it actually sounds like really lonely.
2: Yeah, I guess there's a thin line between being lonely and being alone. And it seems like their whole thing of being an island and whatever, Finland is still kind of working on defining that line between being alone and being lonely.
0: A lot of Finns have been eating alone. I think we're quite high on that kind of ranking, the cultures where people eat alone. Oh, and also alone if, out or alone in? Both. So just in general. So alone out means like when you go... F- to work. It's very common when you go for a work lunch, uh, that you see a lot of people eating by themselves. Uh, that's so
2: the opposite of America. You see like literally a group of people you're like, Oh, they're all from the same office. Yeah. Well, here you have
0: like both, but I think this is like a phenomenon here that you see a lot of, like, there's nothing, it's not considered strange to go out to eat alone. Like people don't make fun of you for being lonely. No, it's more like, again, going back to this kind of personal space, a lot of people prefer to eat alone. Um, I don't know why to just like relax uh, and kind of de-stress, I guess. Going back to uh relationship, we have an increasing number of single homes And you'll see that, for instance, in supermarkets already with, with like, just the packages are are nowadays even more and more uh, made also for single households.
1: It's interesting that the happiest country in the world has so many lonely
2: people. Or are they blissfully alone?
1: Mm. Does the feeling of being an island contribute to the happiness of the Finns?
2: Or are they actually happy despite that? Because here's another fact that might give you pause, you guys. Finland is actually experiencing its lowest birth rate in 100 years right what? now. Yeah, it's actually lower even than it was during the war, which is crazy. You guys need to have some Finnish sex, okay? That's right. Just
1: practical-ass sex to make <laughs> babies. <laughs> Get in
2: there. But, or, actually don't, because are Finns the happiest people in the world because they're becoming increasingly childless? Oh my God, what do I do? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because it can provide to a, a feeling of happiness and you're the happiest country in the world, but you're also a country with the highest suicide rate.
1: That's crazy. I mean, also some of that's like probably the weather, but it's so interesting that those two things coexist. And we saw both of those things at play. We saw... Finns being, like, very communal and um really... Like, the
2: knitting circles we saw yeah, and things
1: like that. doing doing public things where it was, like, a group of women that were obviously, like, friends or colleagues or whatever. And then we also saw Finns very much not wanting to engage with each other.
2: Yeah, and it just made us think of, you know, we've been referencing this island thing, but it made us think of that poem, No Man is an Island. And uh, I'll just... Quote a couple lines from it. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of a continent, a part of the main. And then this part, any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. I think that's like so devastating, right? Because as much as we want to maybe find value in in being alone, there's also something we can't deny, which is a connection to other people. And uh, I think Finns are struggling with that the way kind of every person struggles mm-hmm. with that internally.
1: Especially in the modern world with like our the way that we use social media and the way that we're just like a little bit more disconnected in general. So yeah, a lot to think about loneliness versus being alone and how that impacts the Finns and how that impacts romance in Helsinki. So we hope you guys like this episode, and we just want to leave you with some final thoughts from Elizabeth.
0: Well, I find that if if we use the word romantic, I think Helsinki is a very romantic city where the city has a lot of secret places that it's easy to to find like those kind of intimate places here, even though it's it's a capital city. So maybe like even next door to a busy museum you will find a very like empty street where you can have like a special moment with somebody so I think that is one of my favorite features of Helsinki and even though I've lived here most of like basically all of my life except the two years I lived abroad uh, I'm always discovering like new places in the city so Um, I mentioned I'm a very nostalgic person, so I think it's nice that we've kept some historical places, but then the city feels very kind of alive and future oriented. So I, I think there's like something for everybody here. Uh, and and uh, the current mood in in the city is very good and and like you were saying like there is a strong community sense mm, of community like here, it. and and we actually do help each other. So I, I I usually say like the best thing I I like about the city if, if we see somebody running for the tram we, we push the button so the doors stay open even though it's a stranger coming like running for the the tram and we help each other like that even though. Uh, yeah, we're kind of strangers to each other.
1: (laughs) Okay, Elizabeth was right about literally everything except for that.
2: Yeah, because you will literally die out in the cold (laughs) waiting for (laughs) someone to hold the door open for you. You're
1: just going to be an iceberg. Sorry, they don't give a shit about you.
2: They don't care about you at all.
1: If you are a woman with a heavy bag, they're going to let you carry it, okay? Yeah,
2: and the men will stand there just watching you struggle
1: like you like it. Typical men.
2: No, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: Really put our feminism to the test. We're like, (laughs) do we believe
2: this? (laughs) Yeah. Or do we just want free drinks and someone holding the door open? Should we give everything up for that? (laughs) Turns out no. No, we shouldn't. (laughs) And speaking of. Yeah. We're going to talk
1: about feminism because we did a f- dope ass episode about feminism because it was one of the, our biggest takeaways while we were there. We we learned so much about like how grandmas and sisters have built this feminist foundation and how it has trickled down to their whole society.
2: Yeah, and the episode after that is kind of the flip side that explores masculinity and the way it's been affected by uh, such a feminist society. So you got to tune in to both of those.
1: Those are so good. Not to toot our own horn. Uh, What else is good? This music. Yeah,
2: this music is amazing because it was done by our friend Amy Rosh. She's the best. And you should find her music on Spotify. Her last name's spelled R-A-A-S-C-H.
1: This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. He's the best. He makes us sound so good. Thank you, Mike. We love you. Sounds like you guys have something you need to talk about offline. Uh, He has a family. (laughs) If you liked the episode or you're feeling generous, please leave us five stars and a sweet review on iTunes.
2: And if you didn't like us, go to hell. I don't know. Maybe go to talk therapy. Okay, find yourself. That's mature of you. Thank you so much. (laughs) What happens if they send us a screenshot of their review? Well, we'll send you in return a super cool private parts unknown button. Mm. Big thanks to Helsinki Marketing and the City of Helsinki for sponsoring our trip. And also, a huge thanks to Elizabeth Rundloff for taking such good care of us. She was really the best travel guide the best. and also the best wealth of information. And you yourself right now should check out myhelsinki.fi for more information to help you plan your own trip. Highly recommend.
1: And while you're there, you might run into some of the wonderful Helsinkians that we interviewed for this episode. So my name is Aino Pursianen.
3: Okay, so I'm Pirjo, and I'm the producer at Ivana Helsinki, which is a pioneer Finnish art fashion film house.
4: Okay, my name is Hanu Medina. I just started like one year ago a service called Gay Travel Finland, promoting Finland for the
5: LGBTQ people around the world. My name is Caroline Synö. I'm uh, our director of Rusket. Media here in Finland and also a
0: podcast host. My name is Elisabeth Rundlev. And what I do, I, I work as a project manager basically. Um, I'm responsible for our influencer and freelance journalist kind of uh, relationship. So I'm Emma Lumme. I'm a producer like event
6: producer, but I used to produce also TV and some movies. My name is Minna
7: Barika and I'm a shoe designer based in Helsinki, Finland.
1: Sincerest thanks to all of them for lending us their voices and teaching us about their culture. Make sure you follow Private Parts Unknown on Instagram to learn more about these folks and see some great pics from our trip.
2: See you next Wednesday. <laughs> and the
1: Wednesday after that. Wednesday after.